Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, Matt. Good evening. Good evening. What are you doing? Chilling like a villain. Word. Mood. Or whatever kids say nowadays. Yeet. Yeet. Send it. Send it. Um, uh, bet. Okay, bet. Uh, uh, f- uh, f- uh, f- Fortnite dance. <laughs> yeah, the whatever. I can't even do it. Flossing. Yeah, I can't do it. So that's probably a good thing. The Orange Julius. You know, you start doing like the whole. I can't. You know, whatever. Clearly, you know more about this than I do. I'm in touch with the kids, man. You touch the kids. That's not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you heard it here, folks. No, folks. No, you didn't. Uh, I did not say that. Anyway, what are we doing? Uh, the Gamers 2 Podcast. Uh, we're doing it on a Saturday. Uh, it is October 26th, 2019. That it is. And I like that you uh, updated the date on the doc. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did. I did. Not the name of the doc, just the just the date, just the date in the doc. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what have you been doing the last seven and a half, almost eight days? Um, the the huge, uh, you know, Nothing. just doing the the anime thing, playing Kodar two. Um, you been reading? Yeah, I did read a little bit more of the Snowden book. Um, I've kind of fell off the train on that as I do with books because I made it halfway through, so naturally I stopped reading it. Oh, right, 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 yeah. You've, but compl- I, you've completed it for all you're concerned yeah, about. Yeah. So I picked it up again and I read it. I know the rest of it after this. <laughs> I read a little bit. I did. He did. He showed up on Joe Rogan's podcast. He did. I watched that, which was amusing um, because he clearly doesn't get the chance to talk to people. Often, I feel like. Oh, I'm sure. And he literally, like, Joe... I've, I haven't ever watched a full Joe Rogan podcast. I respect the gen- the gentleman. Not generally my... I'm not my cup of tea. Um, And normally, you know, his podcast, there's, like, a conversation. It's a back and forth. Um, He literally, like, talked, like, three times. And it's, like, a three-hour podcast. Huh. So, like, he just doesn't... Snowden didn't stop talking the entire time. And, like, he doesn't ever give clear-cut answers. Well, yeah. Like, if he goes to answer a question, there's, like, 30 minutes of 
setup to, yeah. to get to a, a we gotta, point. We got to talk around. Yeah, so that was entertaining. Um, the Star Wars trailer came out, which we'll talk about later, but I attempted for an hour to get tickets. Oh. The website was just a mess. And I gave up. Uh, a couple days later, I checked my bank account. And how many, was, t- how many times did you buy tickets? <laughs> luckily, I was only charged once, um, which was good because I was trying to buy eight tickets. Right. And so I was a little irritated about that because I never got a confirmation email. And then when I went to the website, they have an option to look up a transaction right. history. And there was no transaction history on it. But you were still charged. But I was still charged. So I called them. And they were like, if you were charged, you got the tickets. And I'm like... That's not what I want to hear. I'm like, I don't believe you. I didn't say this, but I was like, okay. But I I have to go there with my card so that they can retrieve the tickets. But I'm just putting it on... when do you have to do that? I I think I can go whenever. Okay, so better sooner than later. Yeah, I'm going to go sooner rather than later. But I'm just putting myself on record saying... I do not believe them just because of the shit show that was. So now at our movie theater, our local movie theater, um, you reserve specific seats when you buy. Right, tickets. right. We're doing the, are we going to the local one by you? We're going to the, yeah. Okay. Marquee. Yep. And, um, I, it, you, but- you reserve specific seats and it's hard for me. The way that the, the website was malfunctioning. It was. It's hard for me to believe that I got the seats I was trying to reserve. Right. So, mainly because two factors. Obviously, there's a ton of people who are trying to get tickets as well. Yep. Thus, the website being a pile of shit. And I, as everyone else, I was obviously trying to get ideal seats. Right. Ideal seats, and then also seats near each other. So the seats I reserved. In theory. In theory. So like a. F- a friend of ours bought two tickets and I bought the, I bought four tickets on either side of the two tickets that he got. Okay. And on, it's the row immediately after the main aisle. So railing in front of it. Yes. Okay. Which is perfect. Cause that's my footrest railing. Yes. And, uh, well, there's like a couple, that's a little bit different. There's the railing. There's yeah, a couple seats on each side. Seats, yeah. I know. I know what checks. Yeah. Saying. So those were the the tickets that I was going that's, for. That's where I went to see Endgame. Yeah, when I was so, alone and with a theater of three people, and it was glorious. Yeah, none of this front row shit anymore. Whew, man, the front the front row last time was the worst. Yeah, so that seven seven wasn't bad for us, but the front row last time was yeah pretty bad. So that's the situation. We'll see. I'll have I'll update you on that. Um, yeah, let me know because I'm curious about how many times we're going to go see it, and then two. If it turns into like a, hey, what are you doing at Thursday at noon? And be like, I'm leaving work early so we can go watch Star Wars. Yeah. The the showing's at 6 p.m. on the 19th of December. So, What's the 19th? It's a Thursday, I believe. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can do whatever. Yeah. So the only other thing, I mean, Formula One, obviously, which their um, drama with Renault, they got, they did get, they didn't get wrecked they got disqualified from the japanese grand prix 
Oh, only Japan. Only Japan, but there's some weird confusion to where like they got disqualified for a specific reason, but their braking system is not illegal. So like there's a weird there's some weird shit going on with the regulation. Bunch of gray area. Yeah. Um I, which I'm sure they'll rewrite in the off season. Yeah. And then one of the Haas drivers who used to drive for Renault, um, Roman Grosjean, said that they've been using that system since 2015 when he raced with them. So, interesting. Um, some other tomfoolery going on, drivers and stuff like that. One of the Williams drivers is in talks with Haas to be a simulator driver. Um, just weirdness, you know, normal stuff. Yeah. Um, everyone, everyone listening knows about the F1 weirdness. Yep. Um, other than that, you know, just playing Quote R2, and I downloaded The Outer Worlds, so uh, oh, hopefully did. I will get a chance to play that. We'll see. And that is it. Nice. That's it. Oh, went and saw Nick Offerman. Talked about that earlier. Ah, yes. Interesting. Ron Swanson is other mates. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, entertaining show. It, it was very political. Uh very liberal, um, which I kind of, I don't know. You know, it's it's just like I'm not 100% in that camp. So it's like, it can be a little, I'm always, I'm open to everything. I'll put it that way. Like, I will discuss everything. I will listen to everything. It's funny because, is, isn't it kind of if we look at your compass, Aren't you like all the way over there? <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. My political compass, I was like, I wasn't deep, deep. I was like in the middle left corner. Like, yeah, you were further. further I was further than you guys yeah. for sure. Well, Dewey but, was to the right. Yeah. A little bit. He was a smidge. I, to the mirrored, right a I bit. mirrored him on the left and then you passed me. Yeah. Of the libertarian left. Yeah. Yeah. Not authoritarian. <laughs> Fuck you, phone. No, but like, there was some stuff that you're like it irritated me a little bit, right? But and I think there's some instances where, like, I mean, granted, this is obviously a, a comedy routine and it's based around he does a little bit of stand up, like skit type stuff and music, mm-hmm. and it's just some of it was kind of hypocritical in a certain sense, so like conflicting, right? Things conflicting ideas, I guess, but um. Yeah, it was good. I'm, I liked it. Samantha liked it. A couple people walked out. I thought that was entertaining. Yeah, I um, I've, haven't seen that one before. It was at the Palace in Albany, which was beautiful. The seats were super comfortable. They served alcohol. Never like been they there. Had, they had a ton of craft beer and stuff like that, which I didn't know going into it. So I, I didn't have anything because I wasn't anticipating it being like alcohol. When I saw the picture from her of like the marquee and whatever, I was like, I have absolutely no idea where you are. No, it was, it was super... like. All the it was bizarre because like I don't know I kind of assume in our area that when there's things like that like old theater buildings and stuff like that they're going to be in I don't want to say disrepair but they're not going to be 100 percent functioning even, and gorgeous even even though they might function like function and, and look nice in some spots you can clearly see problems yeah and every this, time I go to the Stanley I see problems this one was like a hundred percent restored like. All the lights were working. When we walked out at night, all the lights were, like, blinking. And it had, like, hundreds of bulbs. Like, you know those, like... Well, you saw the photo. Right, yeah. Like, it was Actual, full, done, 
older marquee lighting. Yeah, and the lighting was strobing and doing all the effects, and I was like, "Fucking goddamn!" Like, yeah, they're the they're the place that went and like, I need 150 Edison bulbs, please. And you're like, "That's what?" what I was walking out and I was looking at the bottom because the bottom of the marquee was completely lit as well with right. all of those Edison style bulbs, and I was in there strobing, and I'm like. God damn, how many of those blow in a year? Because, like, right. that's what kills the light bulbs. And I was like, fuck me. Because, like, I can't even imagine the amount of money they spent on they, light bulbs. They probably just have a warehouse of light bulbs just for that. Yeah, I bet. But, uh, yeah, that's, so that, was my, that was my week. That was it. Uh, nothing else too exciting. How about you? No, oh, you know, just taming a lion. Taming a lion. This one? Or yep. in general? No, just this one. Okay. Black lion, rare breed. Tuxedo lion, more specifically. Yeah, Samantha was commenting how she uh, she's like, I like how Nate just randomly sends Snapchats of his cat. Like, that's Oh, it. yeah. I randomly send Snapchats of my cat the same way you fucking randomly send Snapchats of your goddamn dog. Listen. It's the same thing. No, no, no. It's the same <laughs> thing. It's the same thing. You just can't complain about one, not the other. I'm not the one doing it. I know, time. but that's, that's you know, she doesn't listen to this, so I can be vile. That's what I'm saying. I don't just send them to her. They go on the story. You don't have oh, to yeah, click I on know. it. You, know, not... you don't have to click on it. Sam, come on now. Is that all about you, all right? Preach it to the choir over here, okay? I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait for the day when I'm just like, by the way, uh, Matt's not going to be available from February 27th to March 1st. <laughs> So you got to figure out something else. <laughs> She'd be and then, like, and her, then, no, it would piss her. Like, you don't understand how much it would irritate her. Oh, it like, would infuriate her. I I would just, I would see it in the text where she goes, no. And I would go, that's not how this works. <laughs> Pissed. Like, I hate to tell you, but I bought his uh, Boston tickets and every, he's coming with me. She'd be, she'd be fuming. She'd be like. I don't know. I don't know how she got this way. She wasn't always this way. Marriage, man, does a strange thing to people. I don't know. Put a ring on an entitlement that comes out of nowhere. It does. I mean, it's it was always creeping up. But there was, lately, there's been a, a clear and present jump. Yeah. An exponential climb in the graph. Yeah. I think it's, um, well, there's, there's multiple factors. We probably <laughs> go on about, but we won't. All it takes is a little push. <laughs> Some... Chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what else have I been doing? Uh, I've been playing playing WoW still. Uh, constantly hating myself for doing it at the same time. The inner struggle, you know. Yeah. Fucking fuck you, Blizzard. That's why I'm not giving you money. But at the same time, like I paid for the rest of the service. Yeah. So just kind of waiting this out. Is it, uh, did you, did you hit cap yet or no? I'm two levels away. Oh, so you would definitely will. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. It's just, an, it's at this point an eventually thing. Uh, it's, it's a thing. Not, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm over it, but I'm kind of just like whatever now. Mm-hmm. Like I still want to get, I want to get the two levels to say I've done it. Yeah. But then I'm just kind of like. I just don't. I mean, it's it's kind of different because it's not like a new game. Like you know the story, yeah. Like you know the and how it's all gonna happen. It it just sucks at the same time because I have not had fun raiding in 
a couple expand. I I enjoyed raiding in Legion at some points, but every time there always ends up being a bad egg, and the bad egg just pisses me off to a point where it ruins the entire experience. Um, and in this instance, the bad egg is my guild. Yeah, which is not one person. Are you talking about? Are you saying like what you're talking about, or like in this specific? In this specific instance, overall, like my last raiding experiences, I was always like the raid group had one bad egg that just angered me to a point that I would finish the raid and be like, I'm just angry, and I didn't enjoy myself at the end of it because I'm just pissed at that person now. Yeah. And that's not that's not enjoyable to me. If I'm mad at myself for my own failures, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm mad at you because you think you're really good, but you're a fucking dumbass, I don't want to deal with you. Yeah. So, there's always one of those. Mm-hmm. There's always one douche that's douchier than I am. Okay. <laughs> Just picture that. You know what I mean by that. Yeah, There's I guess one I mean. louder, more arrogant person. And usually, for the most part, I try to just shut up. When it comes to the online rating. Yeah. I'm just like... Yeah, you get quiet. I'm just... I don't, I don't need to say anything. The only time I've... The last time I was like... I've said the most was during our Destiny rating times. And that was only once. Yeah, that, was, that was... because nobody else was figuring out how we needed to do things. That's the only reason I was even talking. Otherwise, I would have just been like, okay, so somebody tell me where I need to shoot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it either. I don't want to look at it. Now it gets to this instance. The current WoW times. Normally, I say there's one bad egg. The guild is the bad eggs. I've had the joke about how we had a list running outside the gate yeah. about players to avoid. I have now realized I'm in a guild in which I have the list of players to avoid. <laughs> They're the other people in my guild. Just avoid them. They're all stupid. So how did you get into this guild? Todd. Todd. Did he? Is it people he knows or is it just the guild he found? He likes the raid times. Oh, okay the only reason we're there and i'm only there because todd's to hang out with him yeah i give two shits if i'm in a guild or not Mm -hmm. or anything else i'm just like i don't care that's the unfortunate side of wow though it's like to do to do the end game content you you need to have a guild and they have to be reasonably well organized but at least have like raid times and schedules and stuff like that it just seems like every time i hear for of like obviously i I hear more about the bad times than i would the good times Mm because that's just how you know, things are. But every time I hear about a bad time involving guildmates in raids or instances, or I experience them in the same situation, I'm like, these people, I, uh, it just, it anger, it just starts hurting my brain to understand how they think the way they do. It, it just hurts me. I'm like, I don't understand. Biggest example, and it's an example uh, a lot of players make the mistake of, except for Todd and I and some other like people that I've played with before. Mm-hmm. It would benefit us. Like, say you're walking from you know whatever in a straight line, yeah, and there's a group of three mobs in the middle of that straight line, but there is a path through lava to the left. So, you could jump in the lava, take ticking damage for every time while you're in the lava, to try to go around them and not fight them. Okay. Much higher risk of dying at the same time. Mm -hmm. But it means you don't have to fight them. Or, you could just fight them and kill them, 
and keep walking and never touch lava. Yeah. Which way do you think you should go? I mean, the safe route would be to just take the mobs. Right. That's also the smart route. That's the yeah. intelligent route. No. Yeah. These guys just don't, for whatever reason, don't want to just sit there and kill something. They're like, oh, no, no I'm just going to jump in the lava and go that way. And then they die in the lava because they don't know how to manage not taking damage yeah. from it. So that yeah. slows everything it's a, down. It's the same type of people who, like, in a Destiny raid or whatever, or a mission, like... Or just like, I'm going to sprint ahead to the next checkpoint, but not tell anyone that I'm going to do that right. or whatever. So, like, inevitably... It's like, just kill the thing we need yeah. to kill. We're we're not here speed running. It's not retail. I'm not... Like, just kill it. It's not going to hurt us any. Yeah. A 30-second fight in which we killed everything? Yeah. Fine. But at the same time, you know what would happen if they went to do that. They would aggro all the mobs at once. And well, fuck so, it up again. So that happened again. <laughs> they died in the fire. We had to walk upstairs. This this specific instance. They died in the fire multiple times. They aggroed the bosses outside of the raid instance, which are higher level than the ones we were currently fighting in the regular instance. Mm-hmm. They died to them. Luckily, I'm on my rogue and I have vanish. Yeah. So I can just disappear and they'll all stop fighting me. Yeah. So I would wait until they were all dead. Realize they're all dead, and I would just vanish. Then I would wait for them all to run back to me. Then they would die in the lava again and have to start the whole run over again. So did they inevitably blame you guys for being terrible? No. Nobody, oh, okay. nobody blamed anybody. I just, in, I, I, numerous times in the party said, I want to die. And they're like, you're the only one that hasn't. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I want to die in real life. <laughs> I want to end myself. So we don't finish this instance because the guy that had the key left and me being a shitty rogue has not leveled my lock picking so I can't pick the door we need. Then, yeah, I know. I mean, I, I that's whatever to me, but... Right. Well, it's like when I reach 60, I'll sit around and just do nothing but lock pick. But at the same time, I have the other things I need to do right now. Uh, and then the guy that has the key leaves. He quits. Yeah. So now we can't continue the instance. Meanwhile, we're doing all these other things where, like, we're just pulling random mobs when we just need to run straight. Like, we don't care if we kill anything at this point. We need to leave. Yeah. So we're just sprinting for a door, and one guy's staying back, and he's, like, fighting stuff. And I'm like, just fucking run. Why are you fighting? Just run. Once again, I can't get into their mental capacity because it's either that my brain is so much larger than what their mental capacity currently is. Or there's their brain is so large with nothing in it that any time it was to take a slight bit of data, it gets lost in the fucking ether. I don't know. I mean, there's been times where like I've been playing a game, something or a somewhat re- a re- like similar situation, and like I just make stupid decisions because like I'm tired and not thinking. Right, but. If they're doing it repetitively, I guess it's just like maybe you just don't know. Right, like, and it, that's the thing. It's one <clears> thing to make a stupid decision like at one time or something and have something go wrong. We all do it. Yeah. You've made the same mistake over and over and over and over and over again. It's the definition of insanity. You're still stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Just, it just, I just get to a point where it hurts and it angers me. And at, at the end of the group, I was like, I want to say I had fun, but fuck off. Like, this Maybe is they're the people that just need, like, the play-by-play the entire time. Being they like, don't 
read chat. Okay, Todd so will they're give just, them the play-by-play. They're not receptive to that either. So okay. I just think they're so dense that the only thing they look at on the screen is their character. I don't think they see their own health bars. I don't think they see other people's health bars. I don't even know if they see the mob because I bet they play in first fucking person. That's how intelligent they they're are. They're like, oh, I got pointy stick. I poke bad guy. Right. They're like, what? I'm taking damage? This isn't retail where I just can do whatever I want? Tanks actually need to have aggro? I just I want to put my fist through my screen. They're like I thought we were playing Diablo. Like if I could, <laughs> if I could, you know, the old joke about reaching through the telephone receiver to grab the person on the other end and choke him out. Same thing in WoW. Lately, time for a break. I guess once you <sighs> hit sixty, it's just. And I, I don't, I'm not even experiencing this for the most part. Todd tries to raid with them. I just feel so bad for him. Is he just impervious to like... No, he's a fucking masochist. He enjoys the pain. Because then he just sits there and complains to me about all the pain. And then I get annoyed. <laughs> he invert... He in... Maybe that's his way of like... He offhandedly pisses me off. Yeah, he's just like... He wants the loot and the gear so badly. And then he's just like by telling you, he's like offloading it off of him onto you. Like he's and he's so worried about like <laughs> he's so like so worried about like pissing them off or anything uh-huh. because it's still such a small game technically. Yeah, that there, you know, there's once your name is out there, if somebody wanted to soil your name, you could get you know air quote blacklisted on the server. Yeah, but when it's idiots blacklisting you, you just go they're dumb as shit. Yeah, I feel like I mean the server's got to be big enough to where you could find a different guild. That was oh yeah, I'm pretty sure we could, but I just don't know if he really wants to do it because he'll actually talk with them. I just exist. I don't not engage because if there's anything you learn about dealing with idiots, don't talk to them. It saves you a lot of time. Yeah, just don't say anything. You don't feed the trolls. Not even they're not even trolling. They're genuinely stupid. I don't have time for it. Wow, ain't nobody. Got time for that. So other things I've been playing, Matt. Well, I'm not dealing with that. I've been playing a little bit of the FIFA. Yeah. Played a little bit of the show. I'm going to play more now that I fixed the show thanks to your HDR selection. Yeah. I mean. Or suggestion. Sorry. Yeah. Selection. Suggestion. TVs, man. Modern TVs. Weird. If you turn on HDR, you don't have any fucking reaction time in the game yeah. anymore. Uh, played Magic the Gathering in the arena. A little bit of that. Played some Borderlands. The Halloween events out now. Did some of that. Uh, did almost anything else so I could just get my mind off of not wanting to choke out my guildmates. It's <laughs> a lot. Then I watched some sports. Yeah, basketball season has started. Been watching that. My Yankees got eliminated. It did. Sad day on that. Fuck the Astros. <laughs> they're they're getting fucked. Don't worry. It's only two one. Game four is going on right now. I mean, I feel, I feel, I mean, I don't want to jinx anything. It's only a matter of time. I think the Nationals are clearly. I hope, but we'll see. Clearly the better team, but we'll see. Oh, man. I, I can feel like my, I'm hot in the face. Yeah, you want to go chase that? It's a new toy for you. He's like, I'll check it out, I guess. You throw something over there? <laughs> Weird cats, man. Uh, 
things I'm looking to, you know what, I'll, I'll get through the new releases and then I'll, I'll discuss what I'm about to say. All right. Hit me with them new releases. The, where we could go to get possibly something else to play other than with shitty guildmates on WoW. I like it. I like that segue. Here we go. New releases. Number one, Bonfire on the PS, which is the PlayStation. Fucking read your own notes, Nate. Hey. Number two is East Shade for the PlayStation. Moons of Madness for the PC. The game that you can always play to relax after an angry session at WoW. Uh, PBA Pro Bowling for the PlayStation and Switch. Nice. Get me some Norm Duke bowling. Who do you think you are? I am. Good bowling quote. It's not Norm Duke, but it's a good bowling quote. Okay. I think it's Pete Weber. Great, great bowling quote. Who do you think you are? I am. Some philosophical shit right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he meant it as. The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 for the PlayStation. WWE 2K20 for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And holy hell, that game looks like a hot pile of shit. Well, it is wrestling. Wait, is that not Yeah, it was wrestling. Yeah. yeah, it is wrestling. All right, Matt thinks wrestling is a hot pile of shit. I don't know. Okay, like, I feel like it's past this prime. <laughs> But that's just my opinion. It's prime, maybe, but going anywhere soon, no. No. But that's the problem. That's the problem. It's wrestling fans are diehard. They're diehard. So you can give them a steaming pile of shit, and they'll buy it. They'll complain about it, but they'll buy it. I'm curious to see what their sales numbers might be. We'll see. Number seven. You can actually give me an MBD number. I won't complain about. Number seven. Lonely Mountain Downhill. For the PlayStation. And this is Nate's Game of the Week. Lonely Mountain Sound. What was this? This is a downhill biking game. Okay. In the... What's up with the like, downhill 2D, biking games? 2D-esque okay. move. All right. Uh, I've seen this one at PAX's. Okay. Uh, Door Kicker's Action Squad comes to the PlayStation. That is a game in which Kenny and I played at PAX a couple of years ago. And I constantly shot him as we walked in the door. It's like a squad, like a room clearing game. Yeah, you're. It's a side scrolling game in which you are two officers. I think you can change like abilities and stuff that you can do, mm-hmm. but you have to go through the level, getting the bad guys, releasing hostages, yada yada. Yeah, but you can just shoot hostages and everything at the same time, so you can just have a zero score. Oh, okay. You actually have to like you know you can flashbang, breach and clear, crouch in front of your other guy that's trying to shoot over you. Or just get shot in the head by your teammate and that stuff. Number nine, Secret Neighbor for the Xbox and PC. Number ten, Call of Duty Modern Warfare for the PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Number eleven is a Capcom home arcade cabinet, I believe. Well, that's the other thing that we're selling at the old store. Ye, ye old store? Ye old store. Getting okay. the arcade one up. Arcade cabinet? Yeah. Nice. Number 12, Killer Queen Black, the physical edition for the Switch. I never know if this is medieval, so I'm going to say medieval uh, for PlayStation. I don't know. I just assume it's medieval. but Okay, we'll go with that for PlayStation. Uh, Pizza Bar Tycoon for the Switch. 
The Outer Worlds for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And Matt added one to the new releases for the first time ever. Helldivers Dive Harder. It's a free update for the PC, PlayStation. Didn't want to make a news item about it, yeah. but here it is anyway. Yeah. Free update. There's shit. I don't know. It looks interesting. Cool. All right, then. <laughs> there Hell, you have Helldivers, it. man. When it came out. We all sat down and played, yeah. and then never touched it again. Yeah, which really is fair, unfair to the game because it was fun. It was, but it was just it became another one that was always hard to get us, yeah, all yeah. together. Mm-hmm. And that's a it's it's one fail, one fail for us was it's a co op game. So it's like, yeah, you know, co op games are great. Yeah, they're just sometimes really hard with a certain group of people. Like we're we're a, we are a hard uh, that group anyway. It was a hard four people to be able to yeah. usually get consistently together. I think about it now. I think of the fact that we got six people together to do Destiny raids is fucking mind blowing to me. Yeah, the fact that we got six people together for numerous nights of the entire month. Yeah, because it was six people the first night we were doing it, like as we were le- learning going through it. Yeah, and then we would just randomly be I'd be hopping on and seeing people in there, and then. I went. I would just go with people, yeah, to like shepherd them through doing the Atheon raid, and then yeah, it was you know every week on whatever it was Tuesday reset night or whatever, and yep. we're just like, all right, so we'll uh, raid at like eight o'clock, and we'd be done in forty minutes. Yep, I think the fastest raid. I can't remember. Dewey knows the time, but yeah, the I fastest think... raid we ever did was like thirty-two minutes. I think. Yeah, it was when the first one took us like two two hours or, or more. Yeah. We might have been close to three. I think it was after midnight, sometime when we we're like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta wrap this up." Yeah, because we weren't even on Atheon at that point. We we're still trying to figure out Templar. Yep. Because Dewey kept shooting Templar. <laughs> what a shit show! Oh, the Atheon fight though. I could go for a game like that again. At some it was point it was soon. a fun it's time, just... only for the Atheon fight for us nailing it down to the point where we did the thirty-two minute run. Yeah, yeah, and. We didn't even the thirty-two minute run. I think we had like one or two deaths. Well, like we I had, feel, we had like one or two over whatever the achievement was for going deathless. I'm sure it's completely complete nostalgia, but I feel like the first raid had the perfect balance of, you know, just mindless mob clearing and actual like mechanics. Whereas the later ones had sometimes like too crazy much mechanics. mechanics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was funny to because uh, after we did the thirty-minute one. We went from that, and then they changed how you had to go into the portals, where it selected you randomly. It was no longer you could choose to go in. And I remember us having to like slightly relearn. Yeah, because like half we half of us never like we always did the same thing. Yes, we're like we. That's why we could do it in thirty minutes because we were split our group into three and three, inside outside, and Mm -hmm. everybody knew exactly what they had to do. And then I remember everybody getting angry (laughs) the night that it was random because they're like. I don't think you understand. I've never fucking seen this. <laughs> that was I remember going in and be like, I have never seen any I don't yeah. know what's going on. And like, I only knew because when I was reading it as we were going through, when I was like, Okay, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, I was I was reading both instances. So I was like, All right, I know what I'm roughly looking for, but not the precision of like where things are. Yeah. Oh well. But we ended up being able to do it at that point too. It just took a lot longer because people had, you know, three people had to or six people had to learn two entirely zones they've never seen yep it was a fun time yeah someday we'll get we'll get something like that again maybe yeah i think we will maybe 
it I think it, I think that one's gonna be harder only because we have to finally convince Dewey to use like his gaming PC that he bought. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might have <coughs> Nate's dying, it's fine. Max will take his place. <laughs> no, I think I think as one of the blessings of us oh, getting so older is I think everyone's gonna start like settling down and settling into routines oh, don't and, say those words man don't tell me we'll, we'll settle down we'll have you know a, we'll I'm actually be able bird. to i'm a free bird i can't i can't wait <laughs> can't wait until I can't, some... I can't wait for when you just hold it over my head the entire time and you, where you're just at my wedding going i fucking told you <laughs> <laughs> got you now motherfucker no <laughs> all right what we got for news here the want... wedding car will be i fucking called it Get ready, bitch. <laughs> You're in the real shit now. <laughs> this is the end game. <laughs> Welcome to the shit. It'll be like a Vietnam. Uh, so War. what I was going to say about the new releases, though, was uh, Outer Worlds. Watched a little bit of that. So and I, and I was like, all right, I kinda, I'm kind of into that. I'm kind of into that. But here's here's my thing. Not about the Outer Worlds. Here's yeah. the game I'm, I've been watching, and I'm and I have like the I got the itch. Okay, it's not good. Oh Jesus! But I have the itch. Call of Duty. I was gonna ask you about that because I kind of like I had I had a feeling that it was likely to happen. So when I played the beta, I enjoyed it minus its problems. I talked about that I think on here. There were some weird like spawning problems, yada yada. But I enjoyed it. But it every time I'm watching it, and I haven't been doing anything competitive for. Todd, once Classic came out, Todd and I basically didn't play Realm Royale anymore. So I haven't played anything competitive for like a month and a half. Uh-huh. So that, that cocaine scratch is coming back. You know, mm-hmm. you know I get any more of that PvP? Mm-hmm. But PvP and WoW doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Anything like Magic the Gathering Arena, even though I'm playing against other people, doesn't do it for me. That's all strategy things. I want brute force tactics. Give me the gun. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. And I respawn. So, so here's where I might. Okay. Call of Duty, been looking really good. Looking yeah. real good. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, I could do it. But do I want to? No. But I do. So it's a weird it's a weird line of where I'm teetering money spent versus time invested. I was going to say, like... I mean, I'm sure if it wasn't... I'm sure if you could get it for, like, $40, you would have definitely done it by now. That's what I'm assuming. But... The question is, cheap as I can get it that I can find is fifty. Yeah, I can't. Like I, I'm assuming it's the turmoil of can you? Do you think you'd be able to hold off long enough for it to go on sale? So here's where I propose the question back to you: Target and a buy two get one free moment. Sometimes does their buy two get one free online? Do PC games sometimes? So. I could potentially lock up Modern Warfare, Death Stranding, and Pokemon, depending on when the week they did it, as a buy two get one free. Yeah, I mean, in years, the past year or two, they've been doing it on pre-orders as well. Right. So, like, if you if it's however it lands, you might yeah. So I might be able to successfully do it that way, but in the meantime, I might just download Battlefield again. Yeah, I'm, and just play that to to help me get over yeah. my yeah. 
I would, I would fuck with that. I, I never, I got, I have the game. I never actually played it. So you never played it? No. Oh, you I, should. I played it for like maybe I played like one match. I think maybe two, and then I, and I don't even think I played on PC. But like you know, it's not just the shooting game that I want because like Borderlands does that, Division does that, all that stuff does that. I need. You want the run and gun multiplayer. I, I want the. I want that. I, I've discussed it last week. I want that high. I want that rush. I feel ya. I crave that rush sometimes as well, in general. But the the higher level thought part part of my brain is like, you're gonna fucking suck. So like, you want the rush. You think you can get the rush on a primal level, but the smart part of me is like. You fucking suck, and you'll just be pissed off because you'll be getting shot in the back all the time. See, the smart part of me goes, you're probably better than half of the people playing. It's just the top half that will also beat you. Yeah. So you're in the middle, but you can still stomp around with a bunch of children yeah. and just demolish them all day. And I'm like, okay, brain, that does make me want to buy it. You also might lose, though. Can I kill him once? Maybe I'll still buy it. <laughs> but they're like, do you think you can get enough time out of it? Oh. <sighs> Brain makes point. Maybe I shouldn't. It's just <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I guess we'll yeah. we'll have to ponder it further. It's the fine line. Yeah. By Black Friday, I'll have my idea. That'll tell me more. Yeah. Creeping. Like I don't want to wait that long because I have the itch. So I literally might download Battlefield tonight. Hmm. Uh, just because I, I, I got that. It's you know, give me, give me the blood. Yeah. First person pee-pee. craving. It's just I just want it. That's all. Like I said I get it every now and then, man. It's just. Like I get it, I get it, I get that same kind of like rush if I'm playing somebody I know in FIFA, mm-hmm. or when I am racing against you. Yeah. Even though for some reason those are almost never one-two finishes, something inevitably goes wrong for one of us sometime during a race. Depending on which game it is, it's usually you, or depending on a different game, it's me. Yeah. And then it's one and eight. But those when we're actually able to be near each other and having to once it comes down to it's me versus person I know. And it comes down to, you know, all right, the next, like, thing, something goes wrong, it's all over. Yeah. Still gives you, gives me that adrenaline rush. But just going through the motions doesn't do it. No. I mean, it's the, a bunch it's of the, AI doesn't do it to it's me. It's the competitiveness of it. Yeah. I'm a jock. I just need the rush of winning and dominating my opponents. Okay. You're a creep. I'm the back-to-back two-time. Yeah. All right, we got to start the news because... There's actually I'm not, a, I'm not even looking behind. There's you a fair how, amount. And yeah, we're I'm not looking behind me how far we are. I'm sorry if you've made it this far, <laughs> but just understand I have a competitive edge. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. People know. People know. I'm right, you're wrong. That starts my competitive edge, and then I'm going to prove it. What's the number one story? Do you are you asking me to read it or what is it? Yeah, know? just move right into it. Are you sure? Yep. All right. That, do you want me to take it? I mean, I don't care. All I'm right, usually go. you decide. So is this you deciding? This is me now deciding. Bethesda has announced a new subscription service tied to the game Fallout seventy six. Oh God! Called Fallout First. The service costs thirteen dollars per month or a hundred dollars per year. And most notably, gives subscribers access access to their own private world server that can be used by the subscriber and seven other players, regardless of their subscription status. Other perks include a storage for infinite in-game crafting components, a fast travel camp that can be placed anywhere, uh, 1,650 atoms, which is the in-game currency. It translates to about uh, $1 per uh, That's your atoms. microtransaction money. Yes. In-game currency um, is still bottle caps. Yep. And you Nerd. get that currency per month. And unique cosmetics. Uh, Bethesda has said the private that the private worlds, a feature that has been asked for by users for some time now, will be moddable at some point in the future, but are not moddable currently. Uh, private worlds will function identically to the public servers of the game. Um, naturally, players are pissed and probably slightly amused by Bethesda's constant blunders. Um Another mistake Bethesda made was to not claim the website domain falloutfirst.com. Uh, don't worry, a fan got to it for them. Uh, to give you an idea of what the website looks like, the banner reads, quote, Fallout, fuck you first. First member fucked. Um, so it's essentially a copy of the Fallout 76 website that talks about fallout first except the descriptions are flavored and colorful flavored and colorful in the community's way that they read them yes another uh mark on bethesda's they are just this this is when i saw this i thought it was a joke yeah, it was. I was like, they didn't really do this, did they? Like, this is terrible. I thought it was a joke. This, this was, <laughs> this was the worst news of the week in terms of gaming. I think. Yeah, as as far as. It, yeah, yeah. This is the worst. Yeah. yeah, 
it kind of it bucks the the current trend i feel like for this week where everyone seems to be like doing things you know for their audience and i i do that in, in rough quotations Air quotes, pro consumer yeah which it's you know clearly that take that with a grain of salt but uh this Bethesda, like, especially with Fallout 76, like, consistently just, like, shits on whoever their audience is at this point. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate you guys that have been supporting us this entire time. But fuck you. Give us more money. The only thing I can imagine is they have, like, a very small but dedicated uh, player base that, like, just has no issues dumping money. I'm sure they play to the whales. But still, like... This is terrible. I love all the posts on Reddit. They're like, just a reminder, or PSA, this is the same people that are making Elder Scrolls 6. And Starfield. Yeah. They have full two fully announced games. And you have no idea what they're going to look like. And everybody's going to buy them. Yeah. And essentially all we've gotten from them in the past couple of years are mobile games. Yep. Which Fallout 76 is... The con the a mobile game concept, like structure, right, on a console and PC. Yep. Faked to be an MMO. Yep. Well, there you go. Just unreal, <laughs> unreal. I do encourage you to go to falloutfirst.com. Uh, read it for yourself. It's pretty entertaining. Yep. Uh, stuff. If you put it in that stash box that Matt was talking about, will disappear. Uh, apparently if you do buy one of these worlds, doesn't mean it's private. You can spawn in and see things like looted and shit, which I don't understand how that works either. But, uh, these guys are uh, going on the downward spiral pretty fucking quick. And then they choose to do this this same week that outer world comes out. Mm-hmm. So your thought is right. If you're like, okay, we need to make a big announcement before outer worlds comes out. Cause we, we Here's do, we do want to hit them. The funny thing about that too, is that, the reviews for Outer Worlds released well before the game itself came out. Yeah, they their embargo was up the weekend before, I think. Yeah, and or Monday, one of the two. The reviews were pretty favorable. They were like yeah, eighty all, and eighty out of a hundred in, in that range. I've seen nines on almost everything, I think. Yeah. Or like nines from the major ones that everybody's been quoting. Like if it was me, I would have I would <laughs> I wouldn't have released against that. Not not even released against that. I can understand them wanting to put an update into 76 just so they can say, like, and anybody like Bethesda would probably tell you, like, no, the Outer Worlds is not, like, directly competing with us, yada, yada. Okay, but everybody that is playing the Outer Worlds for the most part knows that it's made by Obsidian and also knows that they made New Vegas and the, the early original Fallouts. That's why in their trailer for the Outer Worlds, it is from the original creators of Fallout. You're both, like, fakely arguing with each other, mm-hmm. except that the reviews for Outer Worlds are already good. Yeah. And then you went, hey, what if we release this really shitty thing so that nobody goes, hey, look at what Bethesda might be doing instead to compete with this press. They went, oh, look, Bethesda's even more stupid than we thought they were. Yeah. This is, Outer Worlds does this great. And Bethesda went, fuck you, consumers all over again. By the way, there might be a lot of fuck yous this week. All I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there now. The rant in the beginning with the guild, now getting into stupid Bethesda. But it's just, why would you make 
what should have been a very obvious bad announcement now. Yeah. Like this this shouldn't even be a a question of it's a bad announcement. It's clearly poorly executed. Whoever whoever came up with this idea needs to be the guy that gets thrown out of the boardroom window. Ah, yes, that meme. Yeah. Yeah. Except the guy that gets thrown out of the boardroom is always the good one. He's yeah, the, but in right this answer. case they need to stop throwing the good ones out the window and start throwing some of the bad ones out the window. Well, that's how it's always supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what that meme means. <laughs> yeah. Throw out the idiots. All right, let's get to number two. Number two, Mixer has signed away another big Twitch live streamer. A couple months after Tyler Ninja Blevins committed to the Microsoft streaming platform, Michael Shroud Greshik. Greshik? Yeah. Greshik? Greshik? Greshik. Okay. I think is how you're supposed to say it. Uh, announced today that he too has reached a deal to exclusively. Uh, sorry, announced earlier this week that he too has really reached a deal to exclusively stream gameplay and video through Mixer. Shroud leaves behind a Twitch channel with more than 7 million followers to start anew, although he had amassed more than 36,000 followers on his freshly minted Mixer channel within an hour of announcing his move. Quote, Streaming is my passion, and I owe my success to my fans who have helped me get to where I am now. Mixer provides the flexibility to center my attention around them, and I am excited to join the Mixer community, as well as continue to build relationships with both players and fans, end quote. And that is from uh, Shroud. Shroud and Ninja are both represented by the management company Loaded, which represents a stable of influencers, including Lyric, Dr. Lupo, Summit 1G, and Munition, and Tim the Tatman. Uh, in case anybody's curious, those are one, two, three, four, five decently large names that are still on Twitch. Yeah. And um, I did, out of curiosity, look up the the management company. That's like... What they do. Yeah, they they the streamers are their specialty, it seems like, and the ones that I listed are the ones that I know, but the list is significantly longer than and I'm assuming like you watch more Twitch than I do, you probably would recognize a lot more. Probably. And I'm assuming you'll see the some of these people make yeah. the jump as well. I assume they, they're a uh creator talent management group or something like yeah. that. But hey, that that one actually affects me. Uh, I have gone and watched Trout on Mixer now. Mm-hmm. Trout was somebody that I, I would always watch on Twitch, depending on what he was doing, if there wasn't uh, other people on. I don't, like, I'm weird with Twitch. So, like, I enjoy some of the big streamers. Like, Trout's one of them. Yep. And But I predominantly watch his content after it's made. Like, I'll watch the videos and stuff like that on YouTube. Little VODs. But I don't watch them on Twitch. The people I watch on Twitch are, like, the, it's like the weird. You watch pe- the off, yeah, like off the I, beaten path people. Yeah, so like there's this Korean guy I like to watch who builds keyboards. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that and you were watching was it Bison for a while? Yeah, like you know, there's just weird, weird shit that yeah. I usually watch. Uh, so it's Bruce Ray, Lawrence sometimes, uh, one named Chloe, uh, ammunition. Who am I forgetting? Max, who's a platypus. <laughs> He's the one that brought up that I was watching the uh, Fallout first thing from. Okay. Um, and a few others that are all just kind of like your yeah 
not necessarily lower level, but you know, uh, you, all of those. I guess you'd say like mid tier. They're not all, like all of one except our variety streamers. Like yeah. Anne's more of a shooter, but she's been doing variety stuff lately. I think she played Inside a while mm-hmm. ago, and then was playing Minecraft because Minecraft had that weird resurgence on Twitch. Um, but everybody else is basically a variety streamer. Uh, but when it came to Shroud, Shroud was always the biggest one that I consistently watched. Obviously, consistently watch Doc and stuff like that too. But Shroud was. Mm-hmm. I would uh, almost always watch because usually Doc might not be streaming when I'm watching yeah. streams because Shroud, Shroud always stream late. Yeah, that's and that's my one of the the factors that contributes to me is that yeah, I'm going to watch Twitch. It's usually at odd, at odd times when yeah. some of these people don't normally stream. Some of so. the guys I know do morning and afternoon streams and like the morning ones I'm obviously never going to yeah. watch. Uh, but yeah, so... It was one that actually I was like, all right, I have to go change my Mixer account because I've had a Mixer account. Oh, you know, I had a Mixer account before uh, Ninja went to Mixer. <laughs> I don't know why I am doing a Dr. Phil impression, but as we all know, Susie, your mother's a whore. Now, <laughs> all right. I don't know why I just did that. Why did I go? Anyway, who cares? <laughs> uh, I had that account because that was just a Microsoft account, and I had set up like a Mixer channel. Not I've screened there like twice maybe. Uh, and I went to it again and I realized that it was tied to an old, old email that I no longer have access to. It was tied to an Adelphia.net email. What the fuck? Right. So I needed to recreate an account with my current email and make everything more current. So I actually have access to it. And so I did that and I was setting everything up again and I was watching shroud at the same time. And I was like, Maybe I will stream again. Yeah. Maybe I'll stream on Mixer. Mm-hmm. Not like I give a shit. Yeah. I stream on Mixer, Twitch, YouTube. I'm still going to have the same amount of followers and viewers, which, by the way, Matt, zero. <laughs> That's not true. I mean. No, it is. You you want to know what my average viewer count has been? Like my my peak viewer count? I'm going to guess. All right. Let me give you a realistic guess. Uh, Three. Oh, fool, fuck. You nailed it. Peak viewer count three. Take a guess how many people I knew. Three. Perfect. <laughs> I've watched one of your streams once when I was at work. I was on lunch. I that's, watched it. That's creepy. Yeah. I think I do remember you hopping yeah. in, though. Yeah. I remember you said anything, but I do. I think I remember you. No, I, I like comment. I, I said oh, a couple of things. Yeah I, think you, I, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of have my tinfoil hat. Also, is that... also because I do have a for podcast before I did say I was going to stream Cat Quest too. So. That is a thing I need to do. Yeah, you should. I mean, I, yeah. I was gonna say we you should t- do we, that. You could. You should do the Untitled Goose Game as well. Yeah, I should. I should um, do that. I should do Outer Worlds. Yeah, I should Outer do fucking you Modern should, Warfare. Actually. You should stream everything. You should just if you're gonna play a video game, you should stream it. Oh man, you, like that's such a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back. To, it goes back to exactly like what I want to do, except uh-huh. that I have the Discord problem. That's a different discussion, though. Okay, so. What the fuck was I going with this? I just have to change certain settings of certain channels and just lock it down. Yeah. My um, my tinfoil hat theory here is this is all strategically planned by Microsoft. And I think it's all going to come back to... They're signing certain streamers and stuff. A, because they want to grow Mixer and stuff like that. But I think they're playing a long game here that eventually will feed with Halo as well. Like I think they're going to try to tie it all together and do some Halo thing. Here's here's what I I predict. Get some crazy promotion going, E3, maybe cloud gaming. Nate's E3 2020 prediction. Microsoft getting them in early. Pulls its top 5 
biggest mixer streamers on stage to show off the new Xbox and its streaming capabilities. I could see him doing it. I mean, that's not that's on realistic. Using Halo. Yeah. That's they realistic. All, they play a 5v5 match against five devs, and Shroud and Ninja just shit on top of all the devs. <laughs> I mean, Ninja's good, but I still hold I mean, this is not this is Well, Ninja used to be a Halo player, so yeah. that's why I assume he would still be good. And this is my uneducated opinion, just because I dislike Ninja. I feel like Shroud is just better than everyone else. But well, Shroud is a uh, a better mouse and keyboard FPS, yeah, shooter. Controller is probably different. I think he's situation. better anyway. But yeah, when it gets to controllers, it might be a different discussion. Yeah. But if they were to de- de- debut Halo on the PC using those people, yeah. or maybe they'll do crossplay thing with you know Shroud PC, someone else playing console. You know, someone else on mobile. Look at my Azure phone. And using the Microsoft Azure service, I am clowning on Epitaph. All right. <laughs> That's some Halo 3 terminology that people haven't seen uh, in a while. Halo. Oh, my God. Epitaph was the map with the elevator in the back. and the Yeah. And then clowning was when you had, like, the flag. Mm-hmm. And you would jump and have the person run underneath you. And then you'd punch him in the back with the flag. Yep. Um, let's keep moving. Unless you have something you want to say. Sony. Because <laughs> we are long in the tooth. Sony is seeking to sell off its PlayStation View TV business for a figure in the, quote, tens of millions, quote, end quote, according to a report by The Information. Uh, Wait. The, it's a, the a, report is by The Information? Yeah, it's, a, it's like a website called The Information. I appreciate the name. Well done. Uh, citing people familiar with the situation, Sony began working with Bank of America Merrill Lynch to explore the possibility of selling View as the company seeks to raise its stock price by shedding businesses that are not making money. Um, the sources said that View loses money largely because of high costs for content, for which Sony believes it pays more than some direct competitors in this space, like Hulu or DirecTV, uh, because, it is, um, because it has less leverage in the TV and film industries. Uh, Sony has approached one potential buyer, a uh, sports streaming service, Fubo TV, um, but apparently to no avail. The report claims Sony's service has 500,000 U.S. household ad subscribers, and it has raised the prices of its bundles multiple times in a failed effort to achieve profit- profitability. The sale would transfer those subscribers, along with Sony's technology, to, to the new potential buyer, um, but not all the services hard to secure content deals would necessarily transfer in the sale. So yeah, interesting, interesting, but all around not surprising. Most surprising part of that entire thing is they trying to get tens of millions. Yeah. Well, I mean, view works. I think view works really well. I mean, it's obviously they talk about its issues, which is content and that they, them having to raise the price to get content on there. Yeah. But, but because they raise the price makes it no longer good. Yeah. But the fact that like it's it it works it works pretty well it works well and it kind of has like the built in DVR system yep, if you does. use it on Apple TV and are on a PS4, um, I just the most interesting part about this for me is that Sony's like trying to raise its stock prices and selling off businesses that aren't profitable. It's like they're it's just interesting that they're still. It's a weird like consolidation method. Yeah, which that's what made them so successful again recently by selling off like Sony Vio and all that shit. Uh, I'm just in, I'm 
surprised that they're sticking with it, that concept. I think they will until they can say, okay, we've now trimmed the fat of things we don't need anymore. Let's all take the pool of money that we have now and put it in cloud gaming. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever they want to put it in. Number four uh, topic is game delays. We got two big ones here. Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> hey, you didn't read it though. I'm proud of you. Because <laughs> uh, I, once I saw Last of Us, I just knew what I was going to say. Anyway, Last of Us Part Two has been delayed and will now release on May 29th, 2020. The news was confirmed by game director Neil Druckmann in a post on the PlayStation blog. Quote, it was during the last few weeks as we were closing out sections of the game that we realized we simply didn't have enough time to bring the entire game up to a level of polish that we would call naughty dog quality. At this point, we were faced with two options, compromise parts of the game or get more time. We went with the latter, and this new release date allows us to finish everything to our level of satisfaction while also reducing stress on the team. While we're... While we're... While we're relieved that we won't be able to compromise our vision, we're disappointed that we weren't able to avoid this exact situation. We wish we could have foreseen the amount of polish we needed, but the size and scope of this game got the better of us. We hate disappointing our fans, and for that, we're sorry. End quote. It's you're you're getting scary. (laughs) I I put this down because I got to read another one, but... You're getting scary. You're pushing it into a time that you're not going to send it out to die. I I see no world where Last of Us 2 dies. Yeah. But you're getting real close to that Cyberpunk timeline, and there's a lot of things that are going to start swirling around in that one-month space. When's Cyberpunk? I believe April. April. So you're going to have that one-month like space of all of these things coming out. Something is going to not get the public talking about it. And even like... Okay, so Last of Us gets a. I almost what, think they'd be better week? off delaying into like June, June or July, June and drop it during E three. Make a hot, just boom. That'd be interesting. That'd be hard to do, but It'd be for weird them because, specifically, but yeah, they're not going E three. Uh, also, Ubisoft has announced that it's delaying Gods and Monsters, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and Watch Dogs Legion into its fiscal twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one year. That means that these games could all be released sometime between April 2020 and March 2021. So we'll be waiting a bit longer for them. Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot said in a statement, quote, We want our teams to have more development time to ensure that their respective innovations are perfectly implemented so as to deliver optimal experiences for players. This decision will have a very significant impact on our financial results for this fiscal year and goes against our recent successes in building a more stable development model. However, it is in line with our strategy to maximize the future value of our brands for the long-term benefit of our employees, players, and shareholders. We expect it to have a positive impact on our financial performance as from 2020 to 2021, end quote. Obviously, this statement was made, it was specifically made in the context of a financial report, thus the financial heavy side of it. Yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs, we already knew, was delayed. Gods and Monsters, I don't think ever had a release date. And the only trailer I remember seeing is the one where you don't learn anything. And Quarantine, I, I I believe I remember it. And I don't know if I remember a date for it either. So the delay of that isn't horribly surprising. Yeah. 
Watch Dogs is the only one I'm like, give me. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of happy in a way that they delayed them because, um, I mean, games are always better when they have more time to to fester. That's not true, but continue. Generally, all go, right, go with that. Don't 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 hundred percent yourself. I'm just saying, don't. And do it. and there's plenty of good games coming out. It's not like anybody listens to this to attack you about it. I but if they did, they would immediately go. Trust but me, Matt. What if about- people listen to this, there's plenty of other things that they'd be attacking me about. That's true. You liberal. <clears throat> you commie. F- <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft's ID at Xbox has paid a total of 1.2 billion dollars to independent developers since the initiative launched five years ago. The figure was revealed to Kotaku Australia in an interview with the program's leader, Chris Charla. That sounds right. Who talked up the financial benefits for indie developers. Naturally, Charla did not offer specific details as to how much each studio has earned. It's worth noting that this figure will be split between more than 1,000 games. Uh, Charla revealed the idea at Xbox had reached this milestone back in October 2018. Pretty big. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I mean, hey. They good for them. Supporting the indie devs. I feel like it's been successful. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it has. I mean, I don't think it hasn't been. No, I agree. That's basically what I want to say there. Number six. Hi, Max. How are you? Good boy. Yeah, you are. Starting in early 2020, Niantic will be. <laughs> oh no, a Pokemon Go story. <laughs> Starting in early oh, you're 20 I love the one oh. after that. Oh no. <laughs> All right, number 6. Starting in early 2020, Niantic will let Pokemon Go players compete against each other online in a new Go Battle League for the mobile game. Niantic says the league will let you battle players from around the globe using a matchmaking system and that it will feature ranks that you'll have to rise up through. This won't be the first time Pokemon Go has let you battle other players, but the current trainer battles feature is much more limited in scope. Unless you've reached an ultra or best friend ranking with another player, a process which takes 30 days ahead of minimum, then you can only battle players in your immediate vicinity. The Go Battle League has a more global focus, and it sounds like you could be matched against players regardless of location. Well then... Niantic didn't share many other details about how the upcoming league will work or how players will be able to join it beyond saying that, quote, trainers will be able to walk in order to earn entry. That's a really weird way to phrase that. It is. Uh, Trainers might need a certain amount of steps to gain entry. I don't know. They got this obsession with, like, making you do things. Like walking. And remember this? What's the other fucking one where you sleep? Oh, that's not even out yet. Yeah. yeah, Pokemon Sleep. Ugh. You know what I would walk? If you fucking spawn Pokemon around me. Yeah, fix your problems. Stop coming out with new features. Just revert that change. Revert the no spawning change. How hard is that? I don't know. I think that's just their attempt to get people into cities. Speaking of which, I got a a conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) Big Niantic wants you in a city. Uh, So there was a notification that came across my phone the other day. Yeah. It was something like you have one week or two weeks left to catch uh, Flower Crown Eevee, which is the research breakthrough that everybody bitched about when it existed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, perfect, I've caught one. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, all you told me is one week and I get something new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's been a while since we've talked about the PS4 game Dreams from Media Molecule. 
as I'm sure Nate's heart is broken over it. Oh my god, um, I can't believe I can't. Oh no. In a QA session after a talk on the power of dreams tool set, the studio's co founder, <laughs> cow, the studio's <laughs> co founder and art director, Kareem Atoni, Etni, Etni. I'm going to go with Etni on this. What do you got there? What do you think? That's a weird one. Kareem Atuni. Atuni? Yeah. Atuni. Atuni or Atowny? Atowny. Your choice. That's a weird one. I'm going to go with Atuni. Kareem E. I mean, if you really just want to. Nah, that's fine. Atuni. Um, articulated that Media Molecule wanted its players to be able to publish any games or art that they made outside of the platform and the Sony ecosystem. They hope to give users full commercial ownership of their creations and allow them to publish their games on any other platform. Uh, the pu- the last question put to uh, Atuni was also about the nature of Dreams as a PlayStation exclusive. Would Media Molecule and Sony ever make it available on PC or Mac, the platforms where so many creatives do their professional work? Atuni's response was, quote, The answer to every question is yes, but Dreams needs to reach a lot of players first, or a lot of people first. Our goal for Dreams is to last for 20 years. <laughs> And keep expanding it and keep adding to it and keep improving it. But most of the PlayStation model is designed for a game to come out. It hits the market and it makes most of its return in the first week, you know. Uh, If it's a big game, it survives for maybe two or three sequels. We need to reach an audience and then grow. But it's definitely in our dreams to do pro, (laughs) pro versions that are expanded. It just depends on a lot of things working out for us, end quote. So, the article on the this game on dreams was stupidly long and I don't know, man, like it, clearly, you know, you have no interest in it, obviously, as we've I, joked well, about. It's it's not that I, I have no interest in playing it. Yeah, yeah. But it's clearly like not a game. It's, it's obviously it's like a game engine, which is straight up I a game. Said engine. When it fucking started. Yeah. And, but the tool sets, it's obscene. Like the tool set's amazing, but it ain't a fucking game. Yeah, it's not a game. It's it's well, they'll probably. I don't know. I just don't know at this point. I'm gonna play it because I'm interested. What are you gonna play? What do you play? It's like it's gonna be like probably like little big planet where you're like, oh, I'm gonna I'll play this person's level. I'll play this person's level. I'll check this out. I'm gonna try to make something. Oh, I can't do that. I'm stupid. I'm gonna play this level over here. I'm gonna play this level over here. I mean, that's basically yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> It's just it baffles me, yeah. man. I think it's an interesting concept. Um, I don't realistically is it going to succeed? Succeed in air quotes, you know, like or you know, it, it's not going to. It's just not. No, depending on how you want to determine that word. No. Yeah. Um, it would be cool if it did because it's a, essentially a free game engine, free tool set. But I don't think it'll get anywhere. So. Number eight. Former Xbox executive Mike Barra, Ybarra, all right, yeah, Mike, has joined Blizzard Entertainment as executive vice president and general manager. In a statement on Twitter, Barra said that only he said only that. Sorry, (laughs) Barra said only that he will start in the new role on November fourth, and confirmed that he will be attending the company's annual fan convention, BlizzCon. Yabara only announced his departure from Xbox two weeks ago, which we talked about when it happened. 
I don't remember that. It was just I kind do. of a random thing. And I can't wait to see what we have next Sunday, or sorry, next Friday, because BlizzCon Day 1 will have happened, I believe. That's going to be a shit show. Um, for your free Hong Kong time. Or nobody showing up to BlizzCon. Or everybody can get kicked out of BlizzCon. It's going to be an interesting time. All right, we got rumors. Uh-oh. Uh, eight years after launching Origin, EA may be returning to Steam. Uh, EA tweeted a clip of a cup with Steam coming out of it. The tweet comes a few days after Twitter user Robot Brush discovered a test application for running Origin games on Steam. Uh, the suggestion is EA will let people buy and run its games through Valve's rival uh, PC platform. That That's stupidly worded. Um, that will allow people to buy and run games through Steam, uh, and, but you'll still need to launch, you know, still need the Origin launcher because it's just going to launch. Yeah. So it's just, it's just the same thing that has happened with Uplay. Yeah. Where you buy a game on Steam, you hit play on Steam, Steam will open the launcher for you and select the game and stuff, but it's just another step. The funny part to me is the teasing part. Like, EA's actively, like, teasing Well, it. EA's Twitter account also tweeted out games <laughs> with a comma. <laughs> a fucking um, response. The first response is how, many microtrans- how much microtransactions is it for the rest of this tweet? And I was like, yeah, that's basically exactly it. Uh Speaking of BlizzCon, uh, a Blizzard advertisement oh, no. <laughs> in the latest issue of a German gaming magazine, GameStar, has seemingly leaked the existence of Diablo 4. A full-page advert on page 27 of the latest issue of GameStar features a segment for the upcoming The Art of Diablo hardbook, um, hardback book, what the fuck, hardcover book, which is due for release in November. The description of the game reads, featuring over 500 artworks from Diablo, Diablo 2, Diablo 3, and Diablo 4. Uh, this book features many noteworthy artworks uh, created for Blizzard's Entertainment's iconic action RPG, end quote. Uh, it could simply be a mistake. Uh, it could be that they were referencing the mobile game, maybe. I doubt it. I'm assuming we... I would have I would have predicted going into BlizzCon that we would see Diablo 4 this time. Yeah. yeah. Diablo 4. I think... What's the other one? There's another one that people are assuming... Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about it right now. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> Metro, a Twitter user and Twitch streamer who is a well-known leaker and thus keeping accurate leaks of some Overwatch announcements in the past, has claimed that Blizzard will announce a sequel to its shooter at BlizzCon 2019. Uh, the latest report coming from Kotaku claims that the Blizzard that Blizzard canceled a StarCraft first-person shooter to focus on Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. Uh, interestingly, Metro claims that Diablo 4 and Diablo 2 Remastered will be announced at the event as well. Uh, but this is what he had to say about Overwatch 2. These are verbatim. Overwatch 2 will be PvE and PvP. Overwatch 2 is going to have a leveling system that is going to affect how you pl- can play your hero. The leveling system is going to change certain abilities of the heroes in the game. Uh, I do not know if this feature is PvE only or also PvP. No new hero for Overwatch from what I've heard. Uh, they're putting all their resources towards releasing Overwatch 2 as fast as possible. Uh, and I don't know if competitive will just be moved or if it will be a fusion type of thing. I think it will be a move, possibly even at the start of the next season, based on the fact that the game is called Overwatch 2 and not an Overwatch, uh, and not an expansion to Overwatch. What do you think? How do you feel about that? I, I don't think Overwatch 2, I, I think the concept makes sense. The name might not exactly be true. Uh, they might do they a, might do a Fortnite type of thing standalone PVE. Where, well, where it's Overwatch two, but it's still the same game. It still launches uh, out the yeah, same thing, like like, like they Fortnite just, chapter two. Yeah, they essentially just pour all the new stuff just on top of it, 
and just take away the old stuff. Because if there's no new heroes and yada, 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 I'm sure they would put like a classic playlist, which locks all the old maps out. See, I think put a live running playlist. I think that makes more sense because everything's moving to games as a service. And that makes sense in our current. Keep it still as Overwatch, but they, as they announced like Overwatch chapter two, because their whole thing. And that would be way more fitting for their league. Right. And they've had this whole thing with, you know, there's been the, they were releasing stories for characters and everything like that. So calling it a Overwatch chapter two, like publicly during all their press stuff makes sense. And like when we look at this new chapter of Overwatch, this is what we're envisioning, yada yada. Chapter is a really good word for Jeff Kaplan and the team to use. It all makes sense. So what they would do is you'd move, you'd basically turn into like a classic mode and classic playlist anyway, and just take all the maps and throw them into a classic mode, similar to the way CS:GO does, where they have like a rotating map schedule or something. Mm-hmm. Then you have all, you drop a ton of new maps in. You drop in the PVE mode, whether that PVE mode is either a wave defense thing that they've done for holiday stuff, or they just say your PVE stuff is an actual story mode, Mm -hmm. where it is a PVE story that you go through. The leveling up makes sense if they're going to actually tweak how that goes, and I'm assuming it's like unlocking a mastery level with your heroes that you can, you know, you get to Roadhog level one through, who knows, maybe it's mastery level like 20 and every... uh, five levels or something gets there's like an augment that changes how an ability might work like instead of uh healing potion only giving you like 15 percent of your health back it now gives you 20 percent of your health back uh you can uh, hook it on a shorter cooldown stuff like that or and then every like at like 10 and 20 you unlock skins that are locked at those levels for that champion stuff like that yeah similar to what they've done in heroes of the storm before but i don't know if the actual ability changes will happen in PvP. I can see the, the PvE leveling up of your characters or whatever. But the PvP one could could definitely do it. They just have to keep the mastery levels kind of low. So that way they're, they're attainable for everybody just by playing it or whatever. Yeah. Not by doing like 400 hours on Roadhog finally finishes him. Yeah. So interesting. We'll see, I guess. <clears throat> Number 10. Last one. Trailers. Trailers. Uh, let's go from the bottom up. Doom 64. Thoughts? Uh, it looks kind of cool, actually. I mean, I think it's a neat little... I I threw it on there because it popped up, and um, I watched it, and I was like, this looks fun. Um, and you get it free if you pre-order Doom Eternal. Cool. Uh, the thing I didn't finish earlier... Is on their Twitter account. They were showing off like one of the new guns in Eternal. That apparently, like creates a frozen dome or something. Mm-hmm. And somebody replied to it and said something along the lines of, uh, "Can you just take all this away and just like release whatever Doom sixty like whatever, not Doom sixty four, but basically just the basic stuff." Uh-huh. And I think they, I don't know if it was real or not, but I believe the account responded with, "You control the buttons you press. You cannot use this stuff." Like. You can I, I don't shoot other guns. I don't get. I don't either. I don't get it. Star Wars: The Old Republic onslaught. Old Republic still getting det- still getting expansions. It is, and people still seem to be on about it. Like I, I've seen a resurgence of. It could just be YouTube algorithms, but it seems to be that more people are doing videos on it again. 
like uh, with the expansion. I caught somebody streaming it the other day on Twitch. Yeah, and I was like, that was you. That was, that was the me. other thing. I went on Twitch and I was like, what the fuck? Like I was look, I was scrolling through, I was browsing, to see what was mm-hmm. being streamed because I wanted to watch something for a minute, and it was on there, and I was like, what? But um, it looks, it you know, it's it's funny to me because we watched the trailer. The trailer, as far as their trailers go, it was not a cinematic trailer. And it was not as good as their other trailers have been. Yeah. But if you look at what's releasing with the update and you look at people's hype for the update, it's like it's there's a lot of shit being added and people are like really looking forward to it. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe they're just like, we don't need to put a lot of effort into this. Um, I kind of wish. I don't know. I mean, maybe that I will have time at some point, but I, to a certain degree, wish there was nothing else to play because I would go back to it and do it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I really want to play the Outer Worlds and all that good other stuff. So, Well, it's not only the, you know, go back for the other things to play. Uh, it's the, <laughs> what are you, like, in order to do, we potentially run into the same problem we did before. We get all the way to the end. And then we'd need a group to finish out stuff. That was the other thing that I wanted to tell you is they, I think <sighs> they added in, I think one of the features that they added in was you can play literally all the content solo now. Well, tickle me pink. Yeah. What the, I don't what does know. that mean? I don't know either. It sounds good though. Yeah, does it? Uh, also, <laughs> Battlefield 5 War in the Pacific got its trailer. We've already talked about this before. Uh, got during, me hyped during E3. I watched it and I was like, it kind of got me hyped. I'm like, man, I just makes me want to fucking play this game. Yeah, it, it, it you know it tickled me again. I don't know why this is my segment. This is my catchphrase for the. Clearly, trailers. you want to be tickled. Get over here. <laughs> get, the, <laughs> get the feathers out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we're getting we're getting to the end of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks there's a lot every but every time I see uh. Like the planes and stuff, I'm just like, man, can you imagine being able to fly like that? <laughs> I'm like, that's uh, gonna be a lot of fun to crouch into a into a like a foxhole and look up and watch all that happen while yeah. I'm not doing any of it because yeah. I can't get off the fucking runway. I mean, there's people who do play who do fly that well. Oh, we yeah. are not those people. No, I admire those people. <laughs> yeah, I also and know, I dive to them quite often. I also know those people uh, in the game when I see a sixty. Kills on the yep. kills. 60, 62 kills and like two deaths. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I bet he's in a plane. Yeah. No, I, I would, <laughs> I would fly off the cruise or off the carrier mm-hmm. and then just straight <laughs> to the water. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh uh, man, he spawned in the thing that spawns like once every ten minutes. Yeah. Just plop. Is that? Do you know if that is that a free update? Or I believe so. I'll check that out. That comes out the 31st, I believe. So next Thursday, I believe. Halloween. Yeah, and then I think there's another map or something that drops in December for it or something. Uh, Yeah. Or another mode, maybe, or something. I don't know. Something. There's something that drops in December, I think. And then the Episode Nine final trailer for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Thoughts? Um... I don't want to make this into a Star Wars podcast, so... I don't really. I mean, I don't really have any hot takes on it. I don't have any hot takes. I mean, it looks good. 
Yeah, like the, I mean, the, the, the shots. Not a, yeah, not the like whatever the movie is going to be as a whole because yeah, no one can tell me what it's going to be. There's still yeah. so many I don't knows, but all yeah. like, there were a lot of really cool looking shots. The trailer was well done, and I definitely think the camera the camera angles were interesting that were in the shots and like I'm as I said earlier, I getting tickets to it. I plan on going to see it. So oh yeah, I I hopefully am sitting next to you while we watch it. Or yeah. at least in the same theater. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I got those tickets. I mean, if not, I'll just buy tickets to a different theater. So, and even if you can't get a different theater, we can just go a different night. Like that won't. In that theater we're in, it's some new X. Oh, it's one of those ones. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't. I think it's just their new, some of their new technology or whatever. But it's just whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be. I'm. I'm excited to see what this all potentially means after two. Whatever movies. One yeah. I think clearly worse than the other, but I I do hope for uh, less of what we did after eight and more of what we did after seven, mm-hmm. where we all just watch it and then agree like, all right, let's go to Applebee's and just sit yeah. down and discuss this for a second. Yeah. Instead of after eight, we were like, you know what, fuck this, I want to go home. Like that well, was my well, that was, was my was, feeling. It was I want to go home, and then we all just stood in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah, and we were just randomly talking about stuff. I was like, can we just go get a bite or like a mm-hmm. beer or something? Oh no, nah, we all just want to go home. We went, didn't, I feel like nine or eight, I feel like was later, but maybe it wasn't. Was it, it was seven? seven? I think it was seven o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Cause it was either seven or six. Yeah. Cause I, I came from work. I just drove over. I didn't go home first. Yeah. This movie's supposed to be like over, it's like two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. So, but still that puts us out at like nine thirty. Yeah. Eight thirty. Cause the movie starts at six. So like I said, it puts us out at like nine thirty. Yeah. yeah. Or probably closer to 9 o'clock, honestly, after 30 minutes of trailers. Oh, yeah. Trailers, yeah. All and right. then we'll... And and with where we are, we're, you know, next to an Applebee's, so... Yeah. Or we could just... I mean, if we... Or we could just house. go back to the house yeah. and chill and... Not that... Apple, I mean, Applebee's is nothing special. I'm just thinking of a place to just sit down and yeah. eat microwave food that I didn't have to microwave myself and yeah. have, a, <laughs> have a beer handed to me that I didn't have to open. Both of those things. <laughs> I'll pay for the small convenience. <laughs> But yeah, so that that's uh, looking forward to it. Same, same. Anything else before I wrap this shit up? Uh, negative. Cool. See you in seven days. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.